unearthly beings deliver condemnations, sending individuals to hell and giving rise to a religious group founded on the idea of divine justice. Tonight on Survive the Night Podcast, we're talking Hellbound, episodes 1 to 3. We're now recording a podcast. Awesome. Together. We're doing it just that easy. So um, I be, a lot of the people that listen to my stuff obviously know who I am. But uh, why don't we do a little introduction? You are Lexi, a person that I've known for a long, long time. Although we don't talk very often or haven't. This is but, true. Um... <laughs> this is true. Um, hi. I'm Lexi Fatal. I like spooky things. So, like, yeah. I, I play a lot of spooky video games. I stream that on Twitch. Um, and I watch a lot of horror movies and shows. Yeah. yeah. Who better person to uh, talk horror things with, right? Well, yeah. So, when you post it on Twitter and you're like, yeah, you know, I want to talk more horror stuff. And I was like, oh, yes. Like, what kind? Like, you know, this is literally my pastime. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll talk about this. What are we watching? I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this kind of started because it actually the thing that really started it is uh, Squid Game was on and I needed somebody to talk to about that. Thankfully, one of my friends that I've talked to a lot about stuff and podcasted with, he also watched it. So I was like, OK, that's taken care of. Then a show called Midnight Mass came out. And I wanted to talk about that. Nobody's talked about it with me at all. There was nobody to talk to about it. Um, And then I was just like, this can't keep happening. I need somebody who, like, watches and intakes this stuff so that I can talk to them about it when it's out. Yeah. So, yeah. No, like, I would have absolutely talked about Midnight Mass with you. I watched that, like, the day after it came out. I had to work, yeah. so I, I couldn't binge it all in one sitting. Um, yeah. So I had to do it in two sittings. But, oh, like, yeah. like I, I I watched that, and, like, I, I had to guilt people at work into watching it, I think. like Just so you could talk to somebody about yeah, it? Yeah, like, somebody talk to me about this! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like I do that too often about, like, everything. So... It's nice that somebody else is just like, yeah, I'll watch a horror thing. Like, what are we watching? Like, that's yeah, I'm that's in. great. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> like, sure. I I mean, at this point in time, I was in the process of rewatching all the franchises from my youth. Like, the horror ones. So, like, I've, sure. I've been working through, like, all the saws and the final destinations. Um, sure. uh, I think my favorite, or the, the Descent and the descent too and ruins and all the blair witches yeah the sequels are terrible <laughs> still love the original actually the yeah. the new netflix one i did really like that one but yeah no i i'll watch all the spooky things and then even if it's not my cup of spooky i'll be like yeah sure we'll put it on yeah because yeah. why not right at the worst you're gonna lose like an hour of your life or something who cares yeah, and at that point, I'll probably just draw. 
And then I'll be yeah. like, so how'd you like it? Well, I'll be honest with you. I drew a picture of a butt. Um, I, I saw that picture, by the way. Oh, it thank is, you. That is a stunning, stunning ass that you drew. <laughs> thank you. I am, like, really proud of this butt. Like It's very good. <laughs> I mean, I put, I think I put, like, eight or nine hours into that sketch. Oh, man. Just, like, shading a booty. Yeah. Um, but, like, it was worth it. The end, totally. it turned out so good. I didn't even know you could color with pens like that. It is very, very good. Did you use, like, reference or what the hell, like, got you into the mood to draw a butt? I didn't know what to draw. So okay. I, uh, I was like, I don't know. Uh, let's screw around with some lighting. Like, that's uh -huh. fun. I like screwing with lighting. And so then yeah. I did a portrait of Wendy from Final Destination 3. And I was like, man, faces are kind of hard to experiment with this lighting. And I'm like, I don't want to do something lame like an apple. Oh, I'll do sure. a butt. Okay. Um, so I just found like a free stock image of a butt and then gotcha. figured out my own lighting. Um, okay. Yeah, so cool. I didn't reference the lighting. It was, I'm pretty sure, if it wasn't a black and white picture, it was just like a normal white light type picture. Sure. But, yeah, I'm, I'm still not artsy enough to be able to, like, envision how a sheet falls. I need a reference. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who cares, though, right? <laughs> like, yeah. it's all about like that's what references are for. I mean, you won't you won't use a screwdriver to nail in a nail. So yeah, and like and I and I like I did it ethically. I wouldn't. I found me a free stock booty to reference. Yeah. So like, there you go. Yeah, that's why free a, stock on the internet exists. So I have totally. butts to draw. Totally. Yeah. That's well, better to do uh, that than to like slide into someone's DMs. Like, hey, yeah, can I draw your I was, butt? <laughs> I was a little worried to ask whose butt that was, especially after saying that you drew it really well and it was a nice butt, because I was like, this better not, like, be her, like, best friend or something. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> going to be real weird and awkward to talk about. <laughs> I am going to introduce you to them now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's this person. They're actually in the call with me. I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Me now. Yeah, no, Um, I don't know whose booty it is. It is a nameless, faceless booty that I found on a free stock website. Um, sure. Yeah, so random internet booty that um, you're allowed to download. <laughs> <laughs> so totally not porn. Totally no, not. <laughs> no, it wasn't porn. It wasn't. Um, no, I know. I believe you. <laughs> yeah, because like that's like... I mean, I feel like that's a good place to get, like, naked people references because, like, it's not like, yeah, like, you can't really just, yeah. like, slide into people's DMs and ask for nudes without being a total creep. So, like... Totally. Yeah. yeah like, and I don't know, like, do you go to art stores and, like, write your name on a list so, like, art models can message you? Like, I, 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 and then what, do I have to pay them a lot of money? Like, I can't afford that. Paint's expensive. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, I mean, except, like, then that's somebody else's art, and, like, you know, I don't want to... I'll just use the free booties, the free copyright free booties. Those exactly. Ones. Yeah. The copyright yeah, exactly. free booties. And then when I run out of copyright free booties, then I can start treading into like, hey. Paying models. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, well, you know, or I could just do commissions of other people's nudes. So, like, I just got to sure. figure out a way to be like, look, send me your nudes and I'll draw them for money. Sure. There's probably a market. I mean, there's the boudoir photography and stuff. I'm sure there is a market for that for, like, uh, women giving their, like, significant others, like, Valentine's Day gifts or whatever. Uh, like, I'm sure there's a market for that. Yeah. So, like, let's target really rich women. Yeah. And then they'll absolutely want to get a really obnoxious naked portrait of themselves to hang above the fireplace in the bedroom. Totally. Yeah, totally, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's some haunted mansion shit, right? <laughs> yeah. Like legacy portrait nudes. So yeah. like be remembered for decades. Of having the most bomb-ass booty in the family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. The, it's so dumb, but I'm sure there's somebody that would do it. And then, you know what? The right and, people. like, now, full stop, it's, like, a goal is to get commissioned by, like, Cardi B. Oh, yeah. Or uh, Meg the Stallion or whatever. Yeah. Like those That group. I hey. fucking love Meg the Stallion or whatever her name right? is. Right? Yeah, like, she's so good. I feel like they would totally want to celebrate their bodies on a painting for eternity. Totally. And like, I'm all for it as long as it's consensual. <laughs> exactly. That's why I have to get yeah. commissioned, right? That that's yeah. why it's a long-term goal. Like I got to I got to get so good at painting nudes that they'll be like, "Yo, Yo. Yeah. <laughs> of all the people I want to paint my butt, it's you. Yeah, it's Lexi in, yeah. uh, ca in Canada. Yeah, it's that She's... weird blue-haired girl that plays video games and screams on the internet a lot. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I want her to paint my ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's a niche. Everybody yeah. needs one. <laughs> yeah. So if I ever get an OnlyFans... I won't It'll be naked. Be It'll just be naked art. And it'll just be Lexi painting people's nudes. Yeah. I mean, there's ones for, like, furries and stuff. So, for sure, that would be a thing. Yeah, 100%. and, like, and like they won't take it down, but Twitch would totally take it down. So. Yeah, like, literally every other place <laughs> on the internet will. Yeah, so it's like, you know what, this is about art. But I don't feel yeah. like fighting with anyone over, like body parts so we're just gonna go on the body part friendly platform yeah yeah uh there's no easy segue back to horror movies but i am interested just for your background a little bit more uh when did you get into horror what were some things growing up that like maybe shaped you into like who you are now essentially oh yeah so when i was really little I would totally sneak downstairs um, while my dad was watching X-Files. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. And then, like, I would hide behind the couch and I would watch it. And he totally, people are like, oh, your parents knew. I'm like, no, they did not know. They did not know because it, like, traumatized me. I was so fucking <laughs> terrified of aliens. They have no idea where it came from. And I'm like, you do realize I snuck downstairs and hid behind the couch to watch X-Files with you guys, right? Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> oh, no. We did not realize that. What? It's like, yeah. It's really easy. I just assumed I went to bed. It was great. I just had to be quiet. Um, and then, um, I guess I just liked scary movies because, like, you know, people watch scary movies around Halloween and then I liked them. Um, sure. I remember for my, I think, like, my, maybe my 10th birthday party, we had a, a slumber party and I totally made everybody watch a horror movie and a girl totally okay. locked herself in the bathroom. Yeah, I, I was kind of wondering if uh, growing up you were that girl. Yeah. Were you the the, the weird one that uh, people like liked or whatever? Like you had friends, obviously, but like we did weren't... not we did not share the same interests. Yes, so, like, that's OK. Yeah. Yeah. So like I would go and do their things and occasionally they would pity come with me to a concert and be like, okay. oh, I do not belong here. And I'm like, it's OK. We. Um, definitely, like, yeah, no, that was definitely me. Yeah, I was the weird girl that made uh, everybody watch a scary movie at my birthday party, and a girl totally locked herself in the bathroom and cried for, like, hours. I dramatized her. We're still friends now, though, so I didn't, like, I wasn't a total monster. Um, And it was only PG-13, so it wasn't, like terrible it might yeah do you remember which movie it was uh something about like a i want to say komodo maybe it was a Hmm. creature creature oh really komodo Hmm. i'm googling it now sure 1999 yeah it was definitely komodo oh that's what it's called okay great yep komodo from the writers of anaconda and the special effects creator of jurassic park komodo god this looks so bad oh these scores are actually not as bad as i thought they would be for how this looks it's they're bad but like i thought they would all be ones and stuff imdb it has a four out of ten (laughs) all right um yeah i uh i don't know what else i i can really say about it because i was oh when did it come out 1999 so i guess maybe it was nine or it was eight i don't i don't but it's sure, the right yeah. time. Yep, that's definitely the movie it was. Um, yeah. I'm trying to see what it was rated. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find it, like any information about this at all. Oh, yeah, it was PG-13. After witnessing his parents being killed by creatures on an island as a child, 
A young man is brought back to the island a few years later by his psychiatrist, only to be terrorized by the same creatures. What a bad psychiatrist. <laughs> oh my god. We know you have trauma here, so let's just trigger that. <laughs> really bad. Yeah. Good god. I know, like, I totally... This movie looks absolutely horrible. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was actually about. Um, I know they were in the jungle and there was a big lizard. That, that's all I remember. And I think maybe it spit was acid. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how accurate that memory is. Because um, we are, like, drawing back to a memory from 1999. Yeah, 22 years ago. Yeah. A long time. <laughs> yeah, but uh, there we go. So, birthday party. Um, Mom hated horror movies. So, yeah. um, she just didn't want to watch them around me so i was responsible for not watching them if they scared me and i know they're just movies and yeah. we can talk about stuff if i need to yes cool okay um <laughs> video max had a thing it was a small town video rental store five movies for five bucks for five days oh that sounds great but the guy liked me and he knew that I came by every Friday, so he gave me five movies for five bucks for seven days. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, just because Good guy. Was, yeah, I was like, can I, like, just, like, and I even, I'd offer, I'd be like, I'll pay an extra dollar a day. I just, like, it's easier to come every Friday. <laughs> yeah. And it was Was like, his name Max? Was he Video Max of the Video Max? No, his name wasn't Max. But he was a delightful man. Delightful. And he knew I liked scary movies, so he always gave me first pick um, nice. at buying movies when he was getting rid of them. So he would always save me my movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I miss video rental places. Yeah, I do too. There was something really special about going to the horror sections specifically. Like, all the video sections. But the horror section specifically had something about it where you would pick up the cover and they were all just, like, there to grab your attention with dumb, gory, or, like, crazy shit. And it was always fun just reading the back and going home with something that turns out to be garbage. That's not very good, but you still have a good time with it. Yeah, but then it... But it was, like, the treasure hunt, right? It so, was. So, yeah. like, yeah, you know, five movies for five bucks. And I'm watching five movies a week. Yeah. Yeah. Are there so many really crappy D movies that you really wonder, like, why the hell did you buy this? And right. then other times you get these gems and you're like, ooh, oh, yeah. That's why I yeah. like spooky movies. Um, uh, one of them specifically for me is I remember just there's a movie called Dead Alive or Brain Dead, depending where in the world you are. And it okay. was made by a dude who would later become known for making Lord of the Rings movies called Peter Jackson. And it was a zombie, just gory, fucked up thing 
And I remember the cover because it's a lady pulling her lips apart and there's a skull in her mouth. And I remember just like that in my mind forever and never seeing it. And then one day just picking it up and like, I need to see this. And it became one of my favorite movies of that generation. And uh, that's the like, that's the quintessential experience for me is picking up a movie that is just like burned in your brain because you've seen the cover of it so many times and then just ending up loving it. It's so good. <laughs> Interesting. I haven't seen that movie. I would recommend it. Uh, I don't know how it holds up, but I remember as a child that liked fucked up horror stuff. <laughs> it was pretty good. There's uh, some pretty good zombie stuff going on in that one. Interesting. It was Dead yeah. Alive? Yeah, it's uh, it's called Dead Alive or Brain Dead. It depends where. I think here it might be called Dead Alive. All right. I, well, I don't know. Google will guide me. Google True. will guide me. Um, True. Movies I watched a lot of. So, like, growing up, it would always watch. As the older you get, people always go through a phase where they're like, for slumber parties, we can totally watch the scary movies, right? Where, like, sure. it's, like, time for the weird girl to shine. Sure. I, I know what movies we're going to watch. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, fuck, where the hell was I going with this thought process? There was a story here, and then my brain was just like, nope. Oh, about, like, parts of your life where... Oh, yeah. Okay, so we would always watch scary movies, and we would always finish it off watching, like, Sleepy Hollow with Johnny okay. Depp. Yeah, sure. But it was always the last movie of the night, so I fell asleep in it all the time. Oh, okay. So yeah. then it turned into the movie where if I couldn't sleep, I would just put on <laughs> Sleepy Hollow. And sure. I can honestly say... That I have watched that movie up until they pop the part where the headless horseman cuts a guy in half on the bridge. Yeah. Okay. I've easily watched that like 400 times. Like I, there was like a couple years there where I like would just throw that movie on before bed and just like fall asleep to it. And like guy would die on the bridge and you'd see the two like halves fall apart. And then like yeah. I'd fall asleep. So I've watched the beginning of that movie hundreds of times, but I think I've only seen the ending like three times. That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can see. I've definitely fallen asleep in that movie a couple times myself. Definitely not that much, as much as you, but. Well, it's just because it, it turned into a habit. Like, it, it's no jab at the movie. It's not like it's a boring movie. Like, Totally. The, the three times I watched, like I watched it to the end, I wanted to watch it to the end, and I had no problems. It's, it's, it, it, it's a dark vibe. I can. It's like the yeah. lighting. It's just like it. It's like it's meant to like not like it's meant to be sleepy. Sure. It's like a cozy, spooky, small sure. town. Witches. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've also watched the beginning of that really like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair yeah. Enough. So I feel like that's my horror origin story. And then Your now. Origins? My, my origins. I like that. It's good. <laughs> oh, that's actually a really good name. It really is, right? <laughs> so, like, 
hor- uh, I, I don't know, maybe we cut this out, but Horrigens. <laughs> and, like, let's dive into the origins of all the monsters in the scary movies. Like... Ooh. Oh, that would actually be pretty fun. Horrigens. Oh, my God. Okay. We could write... I like I I could write so much content on that alone. <laughs> oh man, yeah, we'll have to talk after. Yeah, <laughs> more specifically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, interjecting well, brilliant ideas, origins. <laughs> so that all being said, we're here to talk about uh, series that came out recently, uh, Korean. I think they call it a dark fantasy and drama thriller. <laughs> um, I guess that's fair enough. It's not as horror-y as I would have thought, but it has uh, some of the elements I think that are, make horror things good. It's called Hellbound, and it is. Uh, it came out, I think, a week or two ago on Netflix. And um, this is a six-episode series limited series i think i don't know if they are doing like a season two because we uh lexi here had the idea that because this is kind of split up into two parts where episodes one and three focus on one thing and episodes four to six episode on another it might be cool to cut this in half and talk about episodes one to three kind of like what's going on in that what we think about it and what we think might happen and then I'll uh, edit in when we watch episodes four to six, like at the end of this, so people could watch along with us. And yeah, I thought it was a real cool idea. So we're only going to be talking right now about episodes one to three. Um, yeah. yeah. So let's jump right into this. I th- first of all, this was slower than I was expecting. I have to say, right from the get go, uh, not in a bad way, but. The idea of this show or the premise is that there is a strange phenomenon happening where people are getting a prophecy of when they're going to die and that they are bound for hell. And these strange demonic things come to like take them at their time down to hell, but like do it in this really violent, explosive way that shows humanity like the wrath of God, essentially. Or at least that's what we're led to believe so far. But they're um, like, they're kind of adorable in a big hulking sort of way. They're like gorillas or something. They're like gorilla linebackers. Yeah, like they're like, they're just like, it's like if you took a football player, like all suited up and everything, like one of the real tall big ones, yeah. and then dipped them in like weird viney black stuff. Yeah. And then maybe took the helmet off. Yeah, that's what they look like. Exactly. And so, it's... like, I don't know. I just, I never thought I would be judged by a linebacker. And I'm struggling <laughs> to suspend disbelief, at least at first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in the first episode, just directly... We kind of get drawn into this world where there's a dude sitting at a cafe at a table um, and he's looking kind of like scared or whatever. He's looking at the clock on his phone and it takes to a certain time and he just starts crying and is like freaking out or whatever. And then that's kind of where we see the like 
smoking linebacker dudes, uh, of which it seems like there's only three, but I'm not sure because I'm still kind of not sure what's going on. Um, and they basically just brutalize the hell out of him. And that's like the kind of how we open into this series. And a lot of this episodes one to three focuses around a detective specifically who's kind of um, working the case of like what is going on here. Well, um, like it was all done in public and everybody saw yeah. what happened and there was like recordings. And so the police are investigating it as a murder. But everyone's like, right. can you charge God with murder? Yeah, because we got introduced to this other character who's like, oh, yeah, no, this is a Wrath of God, actually. And he's just some crackpot that has been on, like, YouTube shows and stuff like that. Um, just kind of like the dude that you see saying, like, hell is here or whatever on the corner with a sign, like a homeless guy or something yelling about the wrath of God. He's like that kind of guy uh, where nobody's really taking him seriously until now because, like Lexi said, the world kind of has seen this thing happen and it's kind of the way that this dude has described it would happen or has happened before. Yeah. Um, so, the... Yeah. It's it's a weirdly slow start. Uh, I guess a lot of Korean stuff kind of is at the beginning because they do kind of a slow burn characters thing. And this is kind of no different that way. You learn... I So, I love Korean stuff, but I have a hard time remembering names when they're Korean. <laughs> oh, I, so, I, I... In def your defense, in anyone's defense, I, I'm just bad with names, period. Okay. So... Um, I generally remember people based on what they do. Yes. Um, I usually have to watch a movie a few times to really get their names, unless it's, like, really obvious, like, the redhead is called Red. Like, okay, sure. I, I, I can follow that. Um, or, like, nicknames are usually yeah, okay. But, like, yeah, like, I, I, I don't remember names. Um, yeah. So as I'm referring to people, it'll be preachy priest dude, the yep. detective, okay. yep. the lawyer, the woman okay. sentenced to death and her children. And the other woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, it was definitely a slow burn, but I kind of felt like over the course of the three episodes is that they really, really wanted to set a stage. Yes, for sure. Like they wanted to show you the like political climate. They wanted to show you how people are responding to things they can't explain and how like the public is responding, how different religious cults are responding. Like they... There was all these kind of insidious layers of everything kind of responding. And yeah. it, I felt like it, it was like a slow, 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 slow. And then like, I don't know, a third of the way through the third episode. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, this whole like thing we were talking about. Let's just yeah. get really fucking real with the plot now. It pops uh, off. Yeah. And then, like, it's just, like, that last 
like two thirds of that third episode. And I'm like, okay, I'm hooked. I'm in. I'm infested. I need to know what's next. Yeah, I need to stop now so we can talk about it, though. And that, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that was a rough. I mean, it's a good stopping point for sure. Um, because like the end of the third episode is there's obviously a time jump, although I don't think it says how much. And there's a character we haven't seen yet, and that's kind of how it ends. And it's like, oh fuck what <laughs> yeah so, yeah it's a good um, stopping point it was a good idea for sure no it's a good stopping point um yeah no it's they set a beautiful stage um i've been a big fan so like back to movies i love mm-hmm. um one of my favorite horror movies growing up was a korean flick it was uh, a tale of two sisters okay it is never seen it but i know of it Oh, it is like it's a slow psychological what? And then it just kind of makes you sit uneasy for a few days. Um, Highly recommend. I'm not going to say anything else because I don't know how to explain it without spoiling it. Without ruining it? Yeah. So there's two sisters and then shit goes down. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, (laughs) Sure. Fair enough. Uh, my the thing that uh, dragged me to this specifically is it's uh, directed by Sangho Young, who did one of my um, favorite Korean zombie movies called Train to Busan uh, a few years back. Oh, and, I still uh, have to watch that. Yeah, it's very good. I ha- he did a follow up like that ha- is kind of a sequel to that called Peninsula, but. I've heard less than good things about it, so I'm a little afraid to go into it. That only came out last year, so that one's pretty recent. Interesting. Um, but this one, people th- people have been talking about Hellbound and saying like it's pretty good or whatever, and I needed to see it, so I thought it would be maybe a cool thing to talk about here, especially because it's kind of fun to talk about the episodic things, because we can, you can do it kind of like split up like we're doing now, and... Yeah, yeah, people yeah. can follow along or whatever. And I do feel like it was done in, like, three acts. Like, I feel like I watched, like, a movie that was yeah. set up with a big old cliffhanger. Like, I feel like this was, like, a big prequel to, yeah. like, a final piece. So, like, you have your first episode. Shit hits the fan, right? You got buddy who gets murdered in the street and then they find out he was a criminal yeah yeah it's interesting um so it it's kind of interesting also it feels almost i could see somebody saying that they felt bamboozled or something because i kind of thought we were going into a korean monster flick of some sort um yep and what it actually is is how people and the masses deal with the unexplainable and like how the worst of humanity comes out in it with it in Um, the name of god so like like i will say the first two and a third two and a half episodes there i was like this feels like some preachy ass catholic shit like it does did y'all sit down with my old catholic school teachers and try to think of a good way to make 
Like, like this is starting to feel really forced. Yeah. So, like, spoiler warning. Are we spoiling it? Yeah, we'll talk openly about it. So, this is assuming, from this point on specifically, that you've seen episodes one to three. And all of episode three, because, like... Yeah, 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 sh- for sure. Sh- we're about to, like, spill the beans on episode three, where, like, sh- it'll... It, it, it's important you've watched it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so with that, it was like this whole time. So this guy, you know, they find out that he's a killer. Cool. And then the next is like the mother. You know, like, why the fuck is this single mom with two kids getting summoned to hell? And, you know, you know, it's a single mom with two kids and that's all they talk about. And I was like, oh man, I hope they're not getting slut shamey here. Like, what if the husband died? What if, like, what? That's... So that's the thing too is that this this show actually kind of like subverted my expectations because I also thought what was her sin, which yeah. we find out is probably nothing because there's no reason to what's going on. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, you go, you're asking, okay, like, what's her sin? Like, I'm falling for the fucking Jesus trap here. I know we got to yeah. repent. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you go into this, and then so the the religious guy who nobody listened to before that's suddenly really popular, so he's got tons of investors, and he'll pay her a ton of money so that they can live record it and broadcast it to the masses. Yeah, which she uses to, like, help get her children a better life, essentially. Yeah, and meanwhile, while this plot is ongoing, you're watching another, like, religious cult that's going on where the the person is inspiring underage kids to beat the crap out of people that well that's the streamer right yeah so there's like you've got the streamer and then our chairman who runs his own cult so they're two separate cults but i feel like their populations kind of cross crisscross a little bit oh i feel so fucking stupid i thought it was a different section of the same like cult no shit no it's a total um no they're they're totally different so it's kind of like these two clashing ones so the one guy um so basically you've got the chairman and so the chairman here is arguing that like we need to repent right yeah and then he's trying to convince all these people who are starting to riot and stuff as a result of the other cult right that like they need a they need to a reason for this they need to believe that we were evil but then episode three rolls around and you find out that this chairman guy who's never lied who's never stolen who's like he's not the streamers cult he's a different guy who is like yo like we need to be good to people and all this other stuff but he never actually pushed that lady what her sin was right he didn't like he asked once and that was it because he knew she might not have one because he didn't have one he got yeah. summoned to hell. He was told he was hellbound for 20 years later. And that's in 10 minutes. And basically, he wanted to just pretend that it was all God's plan so that people wouldn't riot. Meanwhile, yeah. even though he's advancing this agenda, there's kids fucking beating people to death in the streets. And I don't know if this guy knows that. Like, I don't think the chairman knows. You're just... He just thinks he's saving the world, but meanwhile, even with his own 
good delusion, people are still rioting. So, like, even though... So, in his mind, everybody needs a reason to believe in God or we'll riot, right? We can't just accept that evil exists. But then it's juxtaposed against this streamer who's getting everyone to riot because they're evil and those people should be punished and we need to punish everybody who tries to help them. So now it's just causing more riots. Or it's oh, just... I'm glad we're having this discussion. I didn't actually pick up that they were two kind of, it's kind of like the dichotomy of how people deal with things. Like there's the riot, the, there's the shit lords, and then there's the people that are trying to kind of make a better world, essentially. I thought they were part of the same thing and that that was that was like his, the chairman's like street team or whatever so i missed out on something obviously you picked up on this so, makes way more sense i don't know that for sure because they're actually really vague about it all okay but in like what the impression i'm getting is that the chairman actually isn't a terrible person sure he's he he is your actual like good old christian that sees the apocalypse coming and he just wants everyone to be good sure (laughs) kind of like a martyr in a lot of ways that's exactly it except he does he he doesn't want them to actually know that he gets dragged to hell he needs to be martyred yeah a different way by the police Sure. Uh, yeah and you don't know what decision homie makes um true so like i you see that but I think the important part is he's just doing his thing and then you have another streamer guy that is doing his thing and I do think the kids might be the same. So I think it's like you see like teenagers are really like impressionable, right? Sure. Like they they want to be grown-ups but they're not grown-ups yet and they don't really know where they land in anything, right? Sure. So I can see, like, them getting drummed up by the chairman and then as well as this streamer. Um, Because I don't think the chairman is actually advocating for violence ever anywhere in the show. It's just that streamer and that we're just kind of lumping the two religious guys together. Even though I don't think it ever explicitly connects them except for the priest. um, Yeah. Who left, like who obviously like left the lawyer to get killed by those streamer by kids the... yeah exactly um this is where some personal bias comes out i assumed that they were in cahoots because i kind of have an inherent distrust of people that follow uh religions loyally that's just me oh so see <laughs> i agree so like full disclosure like i went to catholic school and like Same. i hated that like it's it's you can always tell who went to Catholic school because yeah. they're like, nope, nope, they're all the same. This uh, shit hits differently if it yeah. was shoved down your throat. Growing right, up. right. Like the first two and a half episodes, you're like, this feels like Catholic school propaganda. I, I Yeah. Like, am I getting brainwashed? And then you realize that's the whole goddamn plot of it. And yeah. you're like, oh shit, my criticism was an intentional they were intentional you played with my emotions on purpose um so i think that's what made it so good is that they kind of like made you just trust it all so 
But for me, I think it's like there's always different churches and different groups. And they do reference that like the streamer guy that I forget what they're called, the new. Yeah, I can't remember either. <laughs> yeah. So like, um, you know, you have like the streamer peep and like he's just doing his thing. But he's like he seems to be like an individual that is just trying to start shit. Right. He's doxing people yeah. and inciting violence. So you just see this is like when shit you can't explain happens, somebody is going to step in and capitalize to cause violence for totally. funsies because turns out people are just inherently shitty. <laughs> yeah. And like, and that and we will pay to watch somebody die like a ton yeah. of money. Um, yeah. Like it was... And you kind of thought about it, too. And I was like, this is good propaganda. Because, like, if people were actually getting dragged to hell, allegedly, and there was a live stream, I would probably yeah. tune in for, like, five minutes before the clock ticked just to see what's up. Like, Okay, I have some names here. So, the one we're talking about, the streamer guy, is the Arrowhead. Yeah! The, uh, the other one is the New Truth. The yeah. Church of the New Truth. Yeah. So they're like two separate organizations. But I wish I had realized. Honestly, as soon as you said that they were like kind of opposite sides, I was like, during this conversation, I was like, oh, this makes way more sense than I was coming into. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> and it like, yeah. So it was like when you have the big reveal at the end where you find out that the New Truth guy is destined for hell. And he's yeah. actually a really good person. So, yeah. and I will be honest, I rewatched the third episode twice. Because okay. my initial first reaction when I watched it, and he was telling me that he never sinned, that he never even stole a pencil. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but you send kids to go murder people. Okay, and then I was, so you also, you were yeah. on my side for a little there. Yeah, then. and okay. then I... But then when they did the reveal there, I was like, that okay. doesn't make sense. Yeah. So yeah. I rewatched the episode and that's when I realized that there were two separate organizations that were both trying to influence the next younger generation. Yes, that makes way more sense. And that also makes sense what happened at the end where he thought he was leaving that one priest, uh, like the person he talked to when he was younger about the prophecies in charge because he was a good person and that priest called the arrowhead because he wants to kind of unite both sides under his one religion yeah essentially. to create power so basically yeah. he once again evil person so everything yeah. this guy built everything yeah. he hoped for to achieve as a good person turns out He's probably going to hell because he accidentally just created the next worst genocide machine of a religion. Holy shit. You just blew my mind. Do you think that's where it's going where it's kind of like a time travel thing where like they knew his destiny. That's why he's going to hell 20 years later. I don't know. I, I don't I don't <laughs> I don't know how far into the future is. I know there's a time jump. So I right. feel like. I feel like we're still going to have the cop 
because the cop had to make an important decision at the end to either expose the new truth as a farce or to turn him into a martyr. And so I don't know if they're trying to suggest that turning new truth chairman into a martyr um, will stop people from going to the arrowhead and murdering everybody. Or if him showing everybody that he actually did get dragged to hell for no apparent reason. Right. Yeah. So I think that like him in his final hour, him. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's time travel. It might be time travel, but I genuinely think that he's going to hell because like he accidentally, as soon as he got his prophecy, something shitty happened and I think something influenced that because there's reasons why people who haven't sinned yet are getting called to hell. So like what if yeah. people are being influenced by an outside force that's malicious? I see. Hmm. Okay. So like so I feel like we just have this stage where we know that society is on like a breaking point. Like Yeah. Is this new religion going to be built on genocide? Because the riding children with baseball bats who are yeah. murdering people in parkades are indicative that they're probably not going to be very nice to others. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It went from this feels like Catholic school propaganda to. Oh, shit, this is fuck the Catholic school propaganda. Okay. Yeah, kind of. Like, I gotcha. Okay. (laughs) I really like the journey we went on together here. Yeah. Um, Yeah. There's some fucked up shit. Honestly, when they, like, killed the grandmother or whatever, that broke my heart. That was so hard. (laughs) That was, like, but that was it. Like, people who kill grandparents are evil. Like she, when you kill so helpless. old out, el- they're helpless, but they're brilliant and wise. Like you're literally beating somebody who has like probably a higher education than you punk ass kids who has oh, like definitely. a shit ton of life experience. You're just doing it because they're weak. Yeah. Fuck. That oh. broke my heart. I hated that moment so much. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in this that made me mad. Uh, and again, like, I know you get this, but for anybody who listening who didn't grow up kind of with the propaganda and, like, kind of breaking out of that and realizing that how scary it is that I could recite to you all of the callbacks in a fucking mass, even because that's what I was forced to do for years, even though, like, I haven't been to a church in, like, 20 years. Just shit like that and scary and disgusting. Stuff in these types of shows and movies and whatnot hit me in a way that just like emotionally destroy me sometimes. Like I hate, I hate religious things so much. Um, not okay. I need to come back a little bit. I don't hate religious things. I think if people want to believe in something and it makes them feel better, all the power to you. I think when you blindly follow anything, you're a piece of shit and I don't like you. And I yeah. I know it's shitty to say, but everybody in this show for a long time, for the first two episodes, was kind of a giant piece of shit that followed blindly and I hated them 
And they were stopping the main characters from doing the right thing, and it was driving me fucking crazy. So the ending felt good and bad at the same time, at the end of episode three, where it's like, I'm vindicated for hating the people that follow blindly, but also, like, things are real bad now for everybody. (laughs) Yeah, things are really bad. Things are really, really bad for everyone right now. Like... Yo, yo, the, what were those? The Crusades? Yeah, those weren't good. Those were, there is nothing, there is nothing good about those. Yeah, no. Nothing. (laughs) And that's like, y'all running around with your baseball bats? Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's what those were. That was, you just had a bunch of just mobs of people murdering people. Yeah. Because. That's no good. I hate I hate that stuff so much. Um, yeah. I thought it ended off on a cool way where it has like obviously a character we haven't seen yet, and he's kind of, he's on the phone or something. But the way it ended, like right before the cut to whatever, is you see like there's a statue of the three demon uh, linebacker dudes in like the middle of like the square or whatever. So obviously you know time has passed, although it's not clear how much and like this religion has become a thing now, obviously, because there's a memorial statue or something of it. And oh, I thought I that was a real cool that. way oh. to cut it. See, I was still like, oh shit, did the religion take full hold? But you saying that the memorial thing, yeah, that actually does sound like... Uh, yeah, because they built a statue of the demons or whatever. Right, right. It's not just fancy art. It's, yeah. Yeah, touche. That I I was just apparently I I've been so out of sight like I I haven't really left the house much because of the pandemic <laughs> I forgot why we yeah. make statues. Um, yeah. Right. It's not art. It's a uh, it, it was to honor them because yay Usually, demons yeah. that kill people for no reason. Right. Right. Yeah. So we have a terrifying religious. I'm all, I, I, they, they started out with killing people to get there. So I'm going to call them a cult. Yeah, um, for sure. So like we've got the Arrowhead cult taking over the new truth because somebody, yeah, like I feel like, like it's gotta be like, I, I feel like them not doing anything is relevant. I feel like yeah. that's going to be. I feel like that's a plot card that has yet to be answered and it's going to play a big role in the next half of the series. Yeah, I think so too. Uh I I am so interested in what the hell is going on with the actual like like are these actual demons sending dudes it must be because I, the prophecy thing is too supernatural for them to not be real, right? To be figments of something. They have to be real, obviously. So they have um, to be real otherworldly beings. But, like, so, are they godly or... Are like, they what aliens? Are they? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, like, are we going to have, like, a big government alien conspiracy twist coming up? Are we gonna have like are they not or maybe it's like you know in supernatural 
how like lots of times it wasn't actually a bad reaper or demon it was a bad witch or person doing magic who shouldn't be controlling things and killing people that's and what all, i'm thinking and then yeah. they just had to set it free and then they murdered whoever caused shit and then they go home and they never come back <laughs> right yeah so like you know maybe it's one of those scenarios and there's like another baddie at play here who also had a prophecy who basically then with their their prophecy knew that they had to take out chairman of the new truth at a certain time a certain way like it is way too coincidental that everything happens around the time that they kill him yeah the only thing i can think of is like he was condemned to death to create a dangerous religious cult. So like, so because people are so easily corrupted, what if that was the end goal? And this is some weird, like apocalyptic devil power play that's using religion against the people. Sure. To like conquer them. That would be interesting. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I have no idea where we're going. Me neither. That's Interestingly. Why... Mm, sorry, go on. No, no. It was also, I was, like, after I finished, I was, like, so... We're, like, recording, right? Because, like, I, I, I might... Like, I want to hit play. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, paused on the start of episode four, and I'm, like... Yeah. I know I, think, I want to have this conversation and I it's a I I'm glad I waited cuz this is a really good conversation and it's fun to speculate. Yeah. This I think this is really good. It's um especially for like an well for anybody listening if they just watch the whole thing, you'll hear like the second part in like a few minutes or whatever. <laughs> but for us yeah. we're going to have to like schedule another recording time. So Exactly. But <laughs> We'll schedule it, but you know, you know, we're turning oh, yeah. off. And I'm like eating this file over to you, and I'm going downstairs, and I'm turning on Hellbound. Like, I'm, I'm probably g- just going to finish it tomorrow. Maybe yeah. tomorrow night. We'll figure a time out. Yeah. <laughs> it, I'm finishing it tonight, like, regardless. Yeah. I was going to watch The Ruins again, potentially. Yeah. God, that's a good movie. But, um, yeah, no, I'm finishing Hellbound tonight. That's, that's, like, I, I need to know where this is taking me because this is one hell of an interlude. So. Yeah. I think that's, uh, as good as any part to stop recording right now and say, if you're listening, you can finish off now too and come back and pick up from this part and yeah we'll be back with our thoughts on the last half so we'll see you then i'll see what we got right <laughs> <laughs>